Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, IBS Yeezus, IBN Yeezus, whichever one you want to call me. And I have with me the most famous person in the group that nobody knows, <laughs> Sebastian. <laughs> uh, what's up, man? Yeah, Mahali, right? Uh, no, Mali, 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 actually. Mali. Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm country. Like, this is. Know, this is the greatest combination ever. You got a dude from the backwoods of Amherst County and somebody legitimately from South America. Like he, he lives there. So exactly. never, never in my life would I have thought that one, I would talk to somebody from South America and two, that I could find Peru on the map. So here we are. Here we are. You probably have never heard of Amherst County, Virginia. And dude, it's gonna... stuff you you only you only see in IBN, really. You know? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I would, Virginia, I would Richmond. You. All yeah. these uh, suddenly I know where short pump is, you know, stuff like this. It's like, yeah, I don't know, man. It just happens. Yeah, just, just watch where you watch where you trade when you come to Virginia, man. <laughs> but this no doubt, this no doubt. um this is a funny um combination because last year, um, oh my god. Oh this guy that's gotta be Ronnie. He calls it culture swan. <laughs> but um, this is one of my favorite guys to, to come on the podcast. Uh, last year we did a – or year before last, I think, because last year was COVID. But we did a um, a live, um, and we didn't get sued. We didn't get sued for doing – we were the inspiration to Eli Payton. We did that first. Yeah, it was two years ago, I think, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, we did ago. that first. And, and they took Opening it night. and ran with it with Amazon, man. And, yeah. and the funny part was nobody else was awake for that game. It was just you and me just talking. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but your Broncos the was are long, lot, man. Yeah. I remember. Yes, the Broncos are a lot better this year. So we'll start yeah. with the AFC West because um, that is your expertise, and we'll probably start with your least, no, maybe your second least favorite team, the Los Angeles Chargers. I I still want to call them the San Diego Chargers, but the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, Clearly, I think the favorite to contend with the Chiefs. Um, I think a lot of people have high expectations for this team this year. Uh, yes. They made some changes to to fix what was an awful run defense last year. Um, Justin Herbert is expected to still continue to make strides. And then got some big names on defense, man. Yeah. And then Staley uh, is one of the hottest coaches in the league um, from the McVay tree as well. What are your expectations for the Chargers? Do you, do you buy into this might be uh, their season this year? Yeah, I think the the Chargers are. Um, it's it, it's going to depend a lot on like injuries. You know, mm-hmm. Khalil Mack, for example, is a dude who we all know is a beast. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, last year um, he had like a subpar season. I think he only played eight games or or, or something like that. So if he's if he, if he can play like uh, the whole season, JC Jackson too. I think they're going to be great, you know, on the offensive side. I think that Justin Herbert, we all know he he's going to kill it. So, um, yeah, I hope the I hope the I hope he doesn't. You know, I'm a Broncos yeah. fan, so uh, that's definitely the, the team I'm I'm expecting to to have a worse season than projected. You know, like uh, if they really play up to their potential of the players they have, it's going to be really really tough to for us. Oh, for us to make the playoffs, and it's going to be easy for them to make them. Like. A really so, good team. So here's the here's the issue with uh Khalil Mack, as I jokingly call him primetime Mac, because yeah. when, when the lights are brightest, your boys show out. Um I don't know how many primetime games the Chargers have. I see that they got two um home games that are primetime. It's it, but I, I think you're right. I think they were one of the more injured teams, especially on the defensive end. Um over the last couple of seasons, one of the more injured teams, Bosa was injured for a while. 
Um, is that what happened to you? We'll, we'll get to you, man. Yeah. Stop interrupting me. Um, but, uh, Bosa was injured. Uh, they had some injuries at linebacker, various injuries here and there. Uh, I'm a huge uh, Keenan Allen fan. I love him. Um, yes. I, I think yeah. he's one of the more underrated receivers in the league. The route uh, running is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I would love for them to stay healthy and see what they do. I would say the Achilles heel for the Chargers will always be the um, the play call. Well, not the play call, the decision-making. Um, mm-hmm. The analytics portion of Staley's like right. decision-making. And of all the people who, who say they use analytics, I definitely believe he's one of the people that does it. I, I actually yes. um, have made a joke offline about um, making up a segment called analytics with air quotes because so many coaches will throw that right. out there and it doesn't yeah. make any sense like that's not analytics that's just a dumb decision but staley yeah. is truly numbers driven and i feel like there's a, a a part of that approach that people don't really talk about and that is essentially analytics to some extent are kind of a gamble if your play calling is not fine-tuned you're gonna crap out a lot and um he had a couple instances last year especially um, when the games were the, the biggest, um, where um, he just kind of crapped out a little. And I and I, I had made a joke, like this was the first time, I think it was like uh, the Raiders game, um, which ultimately didn't really matter, but it was the yeah. first time I saw that it looked like he blinked, like he second-guessed himself. Right, if he's right. confident, as is he, if he's as confident as he says he is, and that does show up, then um, I think the Chargers will be uh, contenders. Like, or at best, I mean, at worst, dark horses. Um, because again, you got a stellar defense on all three levels. They're yes. gonna be, they're gonna be solid. Offensively, they can move the ball. Um, we got a question about Spiller. Um, I, I'm not sure what the game 50, plan is. 60, 40. Um, because they have Eckler, right? They still have yeah, Eckler. They still have Eckler. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know what their what their um, what their game plan is with that. And and again, you're talking about a coach who is very numbers-based, very statistics-based. Um, I would say that that would be something that would probably change from game to game. They'll mm-hmm. probably go with the hot hand or look at what I would think would be more situational stuff. So if, if they're in a more passing down type uh, situation or they're going against teams with slower linebackers, you're going to see a lot of Eckler. Like that's because mm-hmm. that's what he does. Um, yep. If they're um, in positions where they can grind the clock out and things like that, you'll probably see more Spiller. Herbert MVP, I'm not going to – I'm not not on board with that just yet. Not on board with that. Yeah, you, I mean, look, about Spiller, that? I think that 50-50 is going to be really tough. Eckler just had, like, his best season, you know. So um, I, 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 I can't see that. Maybe he maybe he, he ends up with, the like, the 40% part of the carries. But um, in that role, uh, Herbert for MVP, I can see it, man. I can out of the quarterbacks in the AFC West. I think that he and maybe Russell Wilson have the the best chances to to get the award. But I also think that the division is going to be so uh, so competitive that I I, I I could see where none of the of the top guys in the in, in the division end up with the uh, with enough wins, you know, to to like, if Aaron Rodgers wins like 13, 14 games again, or Tom Brady gets fourteen wins, it's going to be tough for 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 for, for a a first place team with like 11 or 12 wins to, 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 to be in that conversation, you know? So you're going to um, need, you're going to need at least 13. 
crazy. Yeah, because maybe it, it even sounds like 14 is a new 13, you know, since you have yeah. like the extra. Yeah, because you have the extra. So, yeah. yeah, so it's going to um, be tough. If, if Herbert, Herbert MVP, what's going to yeah, happen with your QB? Yeah. Man, look, it's all about the Super Bowl. It's all about the Super Bowl, Dalton, man. We we, we, we had we had Peyton Manning have the, the greatest season, the greatest QB season in history, you know, and we won. Awful. We lost it. We lost the chip. And um, and then we, we 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 had his worst season ever, one of the worst QB seasons uh, ever recorded, and we won yeah. the Super Bowl, you know. So, um, yeah, I don't care, man. We just I, I just hope we win some games, but we, we'll get to the Broncos later, man. Yeah, I um just just the the double back on the Herbert MVP. So I scouted Herbert when he was coming out of out of um out of Oregon. And I had went on record and said um, I thought his junior year was a lot better than his senior year. But uh, with Staley, um, and even when he got to the league, it seemed like he had more um, more like freedom in the yeah. NFL system to, to kind of do the things that he was doing in the first college system he was in. I think they, they switched it up a little on him uh, his senior year. And so um, he's a he's a gunslinger. I love it. Um, he's definitely game. I just sometimes get a little worried about his style of play because because that that whole like he's, crazy. yeah because he's got so much confidence in his arm. Like sometimes yeah. those guys like you again the same way you live and die by the analytics. You sometimes live and die by guys who just there's no throw that they throw don't it. think they can't make. You know and. Yeah. And it's a it's a it's a league that is ever changing, um, and they're always constantly watching film and picking up on tendencies. And there was a time last year uh, where the Chargers kind of went a little stale offensively, and uh, mm -hmm. I think um, I, I would I would think that now they definitely need to make sure that they are as consistent as possible because, like you said before, we got on air, this will one hundred percent be the most competitive division in football. Yeah, um, I I think that um, there's like two things. First, Herbert, um, he does make a he's got a great deep ball, you know, and he yeah. usually hits those. So it's gonna be interesting to see if he he can maintain the the accuracy that he's shown so far. Mm -hmm. And but yeah, I would be most mostly worried with with what you said about uh, about Staley. You know, I think that especially when you have a moment like the the one he had at the end of last season, such a a defining decision, right? Where where everyone was blaming him for for what happened and and and, and the game they lost, where no one could believe they lost the game on like um, what was it? They ran the ball three times and they they mm -hmm. they stopped them all three times, I think, or something like that. And it's uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see if 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 things don't go uh, well, like right off the right off the bat, um, it's going to be interesting to see how Staley reacts, you know, and if he if he can keep like the same approach the whole time, or if he's going to start like a coaching just crazy you know like um trying to react to everything that's happening and it, it can mess with your head so it's going to be interesting to see what what he does uh how how he coaches this year yeah and and i think um again watching him last year if i can catch a couple games this year um i don't think it'll be too hard uh for me to figure out whether or not his tendencies are a little different um it also looks like we lost my man sebastian um again i'm pretty sure he's a He's a government op. He's back now. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, now you went to Mar-a-Lago. It's cool. I get it. <laughs> All right, uh, switching to the next team. Uh, a team with a couple question marks, but it's funny. The Chiefs have been one of the most consistent teams 
in the AFC since the Patriot dynasty went away. And yet every year I feel like they get questioned a, like a lot more than those Patriot teams got questioned. And it ain't because of the quarterback. Maybe it's because of the coach. I don't know. Um, defensively, they haven't, they, they're not as dominant as those Patriots teams. So that might be the problem, but Tyreek Hill is gone. How big of an impact do you think that'll make on this uh, Chiefs offense? Man, like the stats are going to be there. Patrick Mahomes is going to play. I mean, he's going to be great, and, and and Kelsey too. But there were like a, a big number of key plays where where Tyreek Hill was like catching it in the middle of the, the middle of the field, and he was getting like the extra thirty yards, the the first down, and everything. I mean, he he was a very important player, you know. And the Chiefs, as you said, like they they blow out a lot of opponents but they've had a lot of close games too like the they don't win the the bills game in the playoffs without Tariq uh, Tariq Hill so um i do think it's going to be a a big loss he's by no means their their most important player i still think that even on the receiving end uh, like uh, Kelsey i'd put him a tad um just a bit um, over over Tariq but um but i think yeah they they're definitely going to feel it um On defense, they lost uh, the Honey Badger too, which mm -hmm. um, is going to be interesting. He was, he wasn't that great of a player anymore. He was very good. He was good still, but he was more of like a leader there. So it's going to be interesting to see. They, they they never had like a great defense apart from like the the second half of last season uh, in these past couple of years. So it's going to be interesting, man. I do think that the Chiefs, if they get a couple of injuries, they could be like the team that. Um, That, that 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 goes down like uh, regresses the most, you know. Um, but but still, they're the Chiefs. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. You got those three guys on offense, and it's like you always have a shot, you know, at least. Yeah, and let's not forget about uh, Juju um, that they picked up yeah. as well. MVS, MVS. Yeah, who's who's uh, he's tough, man. And um, I mean, Juju was the, great. You no, know? yeah, Juju, Juju, for what is worth, I, you know. I, I mean, I don't know if you know, but Corey knows because um, I slander Juju all the time. But he go hard, man. And he hustle. And he's a yards after the catch guy, too. That's that's like he's not the Tyreek Hill type yards after the catch guy. Right. But in today's game, you got to get the ball to playmakers and they got to be able to get you extra yards. Juju can do that. Um, I, mean, I still remember he had that first season when AB was still with Pittsburgh, I think. Yeah, no, he, 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 he was. He was nice. Yeah, he will eat. Um, And, and again, he brings a different kind of. Uh, physicality to this offense that I think they were missing a little. Um, I, I could see them getting bullied a little, uh, especially in um, games where people would go too high with the safeties, um, mm -hmm. and they would either they would either play uh, man across the board with two high safeties, and you couldn't get Tyreek Hill to flash across like he usually does because they would uh, try to cut him off and things like that. Like it's just little concepts that people did last year, uh, but primarily um, with Two safeties at the top, like some some shit you see on Madden. and people literally just run man across the board, two safeties, yep. and just sit back and dare Patrick Mahomes to throw the ball, which sounds crazy, but it worked. The the freaking yep. Titans started that crap, and that's what really confused them. And I don't know if it was confusion or if, if they were just not for me. What I saw um when when people were doing it, the play designs were a little different, where like a lot of Andy Reid's Uh, plays involve his quickest receivers, the 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 Deshaun Jacksons right. flashing across their the quarterback's line of vision, 
and he's got the option to dump it to that person in space or go deep to the to the Macklin or to Hartman or who whoever he had, you know. Like right. it was always like that kind of concept where he kind of makes you choose and then he will rotate either that quick receiver uh flashing across or Kelsey or whoever like uh for the Chiefs what they do a lot of if if their zone Kelsey will sit in the zone, he'll be the right. guy. He'll be the main guy. If it's man to man, he'll just pretty much run a route that kind of gets in the way and and Hill gets freed up. But when people were running those uh, two safety high looks, man, like it to me, it just seemed like such a simple concept that it would never stop yeah. a team with so much athleticism. But it it really gave them fits for weeks. And um, at the end of the day, I I will say my observation was that. Patty just wasn't taking what was given to him. He just refused to to check down to the safe throws. Yeah, and um, he was still trying what, to 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 go with like the the crazy throws and everything. Yeah. Even though, and and it's speed. not about guys with burners. We know they got speed. Hardman, got yeah, speed. More I mean speed. they had the guy yeah. with burners. Hill you know? is is more the than guy, speed, man. bro. Hill is more you than you, speed. You saw that Bills game. Yeah, man. I was like, gonna say yeah. You Hill had like Bills three game. plays. No one yeah. else could, could could do those plays. Nobody, man. yeah, exactly. Nobody else can catch a ball in space yeah. like that and just be that explosive, like immediately change game, uh, changing yes. the game. But Sky Moore and Harmon are definitely no yeah. slouches when players, it comes so. to speed. Yeah, uh, this is also true. They don't have a true running back one. I mean, but, they haven't had one for like five years. Yeah, knows, I was gonna but... say I've <laughs> I've been told on many a podcast, many a NFL show that running backs don't matter. And Patrick Mahomes is definitely one of the top three quarterbacks in the league, no matter how much you hate him. So I don't want to hear that shit. So I just put it yeah. out there. I don't want to hear that. They don't have a running back one. Okay. They, they drafted like a dude in the first round. I think he 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 did he even yeah. play or something. Like uh, I don't know. He, he, no one drafted, cares, uh, man. My boy um, um, Cedric. Uh, okay, I can't say his last name, but anyway, they drafted him from the from LSU. Uh, CES yeah. or CH, CH or something like that, whatever his initials are. But anyway, that was like, a, um, like a he, he, I mean, he was, he's talented. He just can't hold on to the ball. <laughs> he just, he's just not consistent yeah. enough for them. And he definitely, he's definitely not the running back, like the true running back. Yeah. CEH. So yeah, Edward Delaire, Edward Delaire. Yeah. 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 But, um, he's not the running back that I think they need. Um, but again, all I know is everybody tells me running backs don't matter. So whoever said that, um, whoever said this right here, that ain't going to fly. That ain't an excuse no more, yeah. apparently. apparently. Mm-hmm. And um, Andy Reid's never really had true bruising running backs anyway. He's had guys you could depend on that were playmakers. Like, they could get you yards. If they, well, LaShawn McCoy, but, like, Brian Westbrook okay. could get you yards, but he was he was a threat in the passing game. McCoy was yeah. was both, but primarily, like, get him in space. and He'd do work. They don't have that kind of guy at running back. So those guys, you honestly are kind of a dime a dozen now anyway. So, again, I don't think that really matters. For the Chiefs. Like Patrick Mahomes gets a lot of first downs running too, you know. Like he, yeah, he's definitely. We well, we see him know, like throw the ball and everything, but he's like a great running back too, a great running quarterback too. Like, well, uh, you, you know what it is though is when when guys are when guys are playing that man to man concept, they typically turn their backs to the quarterback a little bit more, and it gives him the flexibility, especially with his pocket movement. Like he's good in the pocket, moving yeah. around and being slick, but you you get these guys running across the field one way or another and you're moving numbers. And so he gets those matchups where he can take off and run. I, 
I wouldn't even consider him a, a really good running court. It's just it's just what they give him, and he can get right. 16 yards. Like that's also one of the best bets of all time last year. And shout out to my boy Maurice and Gregory. Uh, they were playing. They were playing Patrick Mahomes over rushing yards on a regular basis. It was always like eight or nine. They were playing it on a, on a regular basis, and I'm yeah. pretty sure it hit more often than it didn't. It was kind of like a joke at, at one point where it was like he literally gets uh, two eight yard carries a game anyway, and he yeah. doesn't get sacked often, so it doesn't. He doesn't hurt get him sacked so. often when he runs like way back. You know, he usually yeah. throws the ball away or something. Like he's got nice awareness, I think, on that end. Yeah. So I would say, um, I would say that What's the Chiefs over under for them. The over. Oh yeah, I didn't do that for the uh, for, for the Chargers. Yeah. Chargers. Yeah, hold on. Let me get that. The Chargers over under was ten and a half. I know that because I just looked yeah. at that. Yeah, it was ten and a half. Chiefs got to be like eleven or twelve. I feel like people are high on them. Let me see what Vegas says. Nope, it's ten and a half too. Ooh, man, I kind of like that. I had to take a look at their you know, schedule. I, I I'll go over on the Chargers and I'll go under on the Chiefs. You know, I think the Chiefs can, they're going to do like 10 wins or something. Man, a lot I of things have Patrick to go right for them. Seven, you know, Patty yeah, 10, 10 and seven. seven. Okay, okay, I'll go over with both. You're right, you're right. 10 and seven now. It's, 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 well, it's I mean, it's a competitive division. It's a competitive division, but whoever wins the division is going to have at least 11. So, yeah, that's basically what we're, what we're banking on. If you think the Chiefs are gonna get uh win the division, take the over. If you think the Chargers are gonna win the division, take the over. Uh same for the Broncos. I don't know what you're thinking about the Raiders, but I would not yeah. think that the Raiders would win the division. But yeah. <laughs> but either way, that's that's pretty much what they're asking here. Um they play the NFC West this year. Well, then that means the Broncos gonna eat because Russell Wilson just destroys the, the Niners and and the Cardinals too. He just can't beat the Rams. So there you have it. I don't know why. <laughs> but um that that is a that's a tough out of the out of division um setup. But it also depends on when you play the Cardinals. So once again, I would I would take a look at their schedule. If you got the Cardinals in your first six games, that's damn near a gimme win for the Broncos, the Chiefs, yeah. and the um and the Chargers. Like I don't I don't think they're gonna beat any any top team without uh DeAndre Hopkins. I think the, the Seahawks are gonna win like one game this year. So that could be <laughs> automatic two automatic wins oh, for everyone. Don't no, talk like, about your former quarterback like that, man. No, no. Because <laughs> former team, that's that's where they effed up. That's where they effed up, you know. The Broncos. I I don't know if you guys know or not, but the Broncos have been claimed as my AFC second team ever since they drafted the homie Jerry Judy. Uh yeah. and and Hamels, which Jerry hurt. Rice Judy. Hamler. Sorry, Hamler. Yeah, Jerry. What I call Jerry Judy Rice or something like that. <laughs> Jerry Rice Judy. Man. I was yeah. I was tripping. I was tripping because he he's never had a quarterback. But we kind of got yeah. one this year. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm not as big of a Russell Russell Wilson fan as everybody else. I feel yeah. like he gets a, he gets get away with, with shitty play, and then he's good for those like garbage time moments where the game's okay. pretty much out of reach anyway. And so then people will look at stats and then it's like, but they were down two touchdowns the whole time and they don't ever point out to some of the poor decision-making he's made right. or how he holds on to the ball too long sometimes, but he had a Super Bowl uh, win. So he's got obviously pedigree. He's not trash. He's a top Wait, seven. Another? He's a, you need to say he's a top seven quarterback. 
for sure. Yeah, I think top um, seven, top eight yeah. is where I'm so, so he's a thousand times better than anybody that y'all had, even even including that last version of Peyton Manning. So, yeah, <laughs> so there's a reason to be optimistic. And one thing that people don't ever talk about, but I think they need to to do more of respect the Broncos defense, man. Them boys play hard. They've lost a lot of talent and they still consistently give team fits. They've had shitty offenses for the last couple of years and they've yes. held their own in, in both levels. They dealt with a ton of injuries and again, held their, their uh, self in both levels. Will you miss Vic Fangio's defensive line? Man, I don't think so because uh, since, uh, since uh, the Super Bowl that we won, like that's 2015, it's almost mm-hmm. uh, I think six or almost seven seasons ago. Um, you know, we've had different uh, defensive coordinators, different coaches. You know, Vance Joseph was a defensive guy too. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't have big, and and the defense has always been consistent. You know, like uh, we've even uh, Von Miller left, uh, Chris Harris Jr. left, Akeem Talib left. Like uh, we've had a. Um, you know, changes on that side, and we've still maintained like a, a very good level usually. Um, so I'm I'm not really worried about the defense. I think we, if Jordan Griffith, we, who's like a, a dude, I think who wasn't the Niners for a, for a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like a guy we got like for a seventh or something. We traded him. We got them from you. So um, if he's healthy to start the season, which is uh, how it's looking, I think we're gonna have a, a very good defense too, and. What we're what everyone's expecting is that the offense isn't that bad, right? Last year with Teddy Bridgewater, like the the defense wasn't suffering that much, but we've went for like four or uh, four years after Trevor Simeon's first season, where he was decent until the last game when something snapped in his head. They sacked him like four times, and Trevor Simeon was never the same person again. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, we went like for four years where the offense couldn't do anything, you know, like anything. It was three and outs constantly, constantly. So the defense was always in a bad spot and still they competed. They 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 usually had very good numbers. So I'm not worried for the defense at all. I think that the the, the one concern is what you're saying, right? It's it's um it's Russ, you know, is can we keep him in the game? You know, I think our defense is good enough to do that where we're not uh, like down three scores or something like that, where we can't, uh, where, where where he can't like do one uh, Ross magic, uh, fourth quarter magic, and 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 just throw us back in the game from his own mistakes, right? Um, I think the Seahawks, for example, they had a lot of years, like uh, some games in the playoffs versus the the Packers, for example, right, mm-hmm. where they were down like um, say thirteen points, and that was enough for Russ to 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 get two scores and and. and tie the game, go to overtime. But there was this game against uh, the Panthers, for example, where to go to the Super Bowl, the season where we won it, where they were down like 31 nothing. You know, that 31 yeah, 31 nothing after like two or three quarters and then the Seahawks started attacking and Russell was making every throw and everything mm-hmm. and they ended up losing like 31-28. So uh, he he had dug himself a hole too deep that time. I hope that's something we can avoid. All right, so the next question, because it's got to be asked, you got a brand-new offensive coordinator, brand-new defensive yeah. coordinator, brand-new head coach. You got the three main components of your coaching staff all doing this for the first time in this capacity. So the head coach, this is his first time being a head coach, and the yeah. coordinators, this is their first time being the coordinators. Is that concerning to you, or do you think that you guys have enough experience on in your players 
because you you had some young guys get a lot of reps last year. Do you think yeah. that experience uh, through the trials of the the poor QB play and things like that will help mm-hmm. by like help a young coaching staff? So you added a guy like Russell Wilson who knows what he's doing, um, and then you you have guys like Sertan who've come through the fire at this point and they've shown they can be playmakers and stuff like that. Do you think um, the players will make up for the lack of experience with the coaching? I do think so. Like, um, I, th- I think our team was uh, probably the, the most, I don't know if experience is the word, but the best team that didn't have a quarterback, right? Where mm-hmm. you just had to add someone and, like, the team wasn't bad. It's just that, like, we would have probably almost made the playoffs if, uh, if Teddy Bridgewater doesn't go down. Which is a, a fun thing to say, kind of, you know. Like the difference between Bridgewater and like Drew Lock was so big that the, the the team just plummeted. But I'm a little worried about Hackett, you know, just because, mm-hmm. like, I'm I'm excited because we've had so many defensive-minded coaches. We had um, uh, like uh, we had Fangs for a couple of years. We had Vance Joseph, you know. Mm-hmm. So and the offense was so bad for through throughout the their tenures that you're just excited to have like a, a defensive uh, an offensive minded coach but still like the Packers system it looked good but I'm not sure if he was like a a Shanahan type of uh, of mastermind you know where you could just see like okay these guys are playing next level football or something they're doing something different or like an Andy Reid uh, where you just can't where you where you can just see right that the that the offense is like, um, like revolutionary or something. So I'm a little worried about that. Plus, he had Aaron Rodgers too, which is which never hurts when you're when you're an offensive coordinator. So I just hope that he actually knows what he's doing. And and yeah, but I mean, on the defensive side, I'm not worried at all, at all, at all really. And I think we have very good players on offense too. Like um, if the line sorts itself out, um, I think that yeah. I hope Hackett draws some good plays. You know, I'm 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 tired of watching these uh, unimaginative dudes on the sidelines getting paid millions. You know, and I'm like, how many times are we going to do the same uh, the, the 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 same play? I I feel like I have I've, I've spent four years without one switch bef- um, on the line of scrimmage. You know, you see all these teams <clears throat> move the receiver from one side uh, to the other, stuff like that. I feel like I've spent four years without seeing that once. So I don't know. I just want some imagination in the backfield. All right. So let me let me give you the list of quarterbacks he's worked with. Bruce Gradkowski, Chris Sims, Jeff Garcia, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Brian Brom, EJ Manuel, Thad Lewis, Jeff Toole, and Blake Bortles. And then he was blessed with Aaron Rodgers. So he earned it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he he yeah. went through the fire. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so just a brief background on him that might give you a little insight on what kind of coach he might be or what kind of offense he might run. One thing about Aaron Rodgers is he's – I'm one of, I think, maybe three other people. I think there's a lot of people, actually, that just don't say it as loud. But he's not really – he's not a coachable player, man. I don't know if you guys yeah. – if you watch a lot of them. But I would imagine the way he does things is, like, he just does it Aaron's way. <laughs> and so yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't judge – like, I'm not judging the QB coach that was with them. I'm not going to judge the offensive coordinator that was with them per se because a guy that talented anyway, you kind of just let him do what he does. Like, I don't think anybody would judge if it was Peyton Manning. We didn't we didn't judge McDaniel when he had Tom Brady, things like that. Like, those types yeah. of players, you just let them do what they do because they're good at it. 
Um, right. But he's from he was he started his NFL career under John Gruden as a quality coach. So I would imagine he's West Coast base, uh, which mm-hmm. is pretty much what everybody is. But you especially with Russell Wilson, you probably see a lot more play action um, and you probably will see some creativity uh, in the passing attack. And, and a lot of usage of um, your boy Noah Fant, if he can stay healthy. because uh, he, um, No, I think uh, we have Albert O now. Noah okay. Fant went to Seattle with the – Okay, all right. So, dang, Russell. that sucks. Yeah. They traded him? Yeah, yeah. We had nah. to trade him, man. It was well, part of the package. Then. But hopefully your tight end is Albert good. Albert O is good, man. Albert O is sorry. good. Like, as long as your tight end is good, you'll see a lot of usage of him um, out of some, some sets that's going to create mismatches is what yeah. I would assume. And a lot of <clears> – <throat> from what I've – scene of the evolution of the West Coast and y'all can't see my air quotes, but yeah, the evolution of the West Coast yeah. offense. It's a lot about uh 12 personnel trying to take advantage of the mismatch of an athletic tight end against a linebacker who's too slow or a safety or corner that's too small. Like they try to find those mismatches now in uh the West Coast offense and they uses a lot like again use a lot of play action uh, to, to really create those mismatches as well. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson should be comfortable in a system like that. Uh, I don't think he have a problem with it. And Russell holds on to the ball and does a lot of extra stuff too, so he probably ain't going to have a problem coaching somebody like that either because he's used yeah. to it. <laughs> so, um, But the talent that the uh, receiving core of the Broncos has has suffered, they don't get to display it because they haven't had decent quarterbacks. So I'm, I'm happy not only for Jerry Judy Rice, but everybody else, Patrick yeah. and all those. Y'all still got Patrick? Man, Patrick. Um, uh, Patrick went uh, out for the season. He had an injury. Yeah. He season, got hurt man. already. Yeah. Never yeah, mind. Out then. for the season, bro. So just that's take everything like, I just said. Throw it out like, the window. That's that's like the one the the one big negative from from like preseason. You know, it was a. Uh, where like um, everyone is excited and everything. That's one of the guys who really didn't want to lose. He was like one of the best red zone players we've had in the past mm-hmm. couple of years, but um, yeah. I hope like Sutton is gonna be back like 100. He's like our best deep threat probably. KJ Hamler is looking good too. He was hurt last year, and yeah, you really hope that um, when we're talking about a slot, um, a dude in the slot, you know, who's gonna be doing more of his damage across the field. I hope that they can uh, find ways to 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 really use Jerry Judy like uh, to really exploit him, you know, because the dude can run routes like yeah. Now he's crazy, a, he's man. a yak. He's a yak. Yeah, guy. exactly, exactly. Um, which which is why I love him because Sutton is gonna eat with like rusty balls and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm I'm not even concerned about that. I hope that that, that Jerry gets some gets some love too. But Broncos are at ten and a half wins over under. Yeah. Everyone's a ten and a half. Yeah, man. we get we gotta because, go over, man. No, I, I gotta I'm go telling over. you, like yeah. when I said that the winner of this division will have at least eleven games, that's exactly what the odds makers are making you ask. Yeah, is the because the Broncos' odds are actually super high. It's, uh, mine is one sixty one. I think they have the highest. Um, they have um, the highest odds. Oh yeah, I was asking. We still got Kendall. Yeah, future Hall of Famer. Yeah, Kendall. Kendall Hinton, man. That, Kendall Hinton. They put that ball in, or his jersey in the hall, I think, or something like that, didn't they? Didn't they? Sorry, sorry. Some, they put something of his in the Hall of Fame for that particular game. Yes, yes. Like, yeah. I, I, I think that the jersey or something, man. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was the, the 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 greatest game ever, man. I remember, yeah. like for for one play, they fooled us for one play where we thought, man, this, this, this could actually, actually work. work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First play was so That's good, man, lot. and after that, it was too. just. Yeah. It all went downhill, man. The league, the league ain't playing that shit. But um, yeah. so here's the thing. 
I can envision a scenario where all three teams could win 10 to 11 games, and the, the one that separates themselves would be the one who wins 12. Um, I think yeah. 12, 12 is your key number. I don't think you're going to have two teams with 12 wins. So I yeah. lean to the experience because um, when the when the Patriots used to have these, these scenarios where the Bills got better, the Dolphins got better, and everybody gets all happy, you, you always default back to what you know. And what I know is, is that the Chiefs in a year last year where they looked like they still couldn't figure it out, they were the best team. And yes. I don't think we'll we'll catch them lacking like that again. Yep, it's going to be interesting, man. I think that, uh, uh, yeah, last year, second place was the Raiders. They had 10 wins, and they got into the playoffs too. So, yeah, I could see, like, one team with 13, another team with, like, 11 making it to the playoffs. It's going to be really interesting. Like, I do think that these three teams are very good. I don't know how likely it is uh, what you would need to happen, like schedule-wise and everything, to have three teams from the same division in the playoffs. But um, oh yeah, no, with with the extra spot, it's definitely possible. And yeah. I don't, I don't think, I don't think anybody is um, is saying that on paper, one hundred percent on paper. Yeah. I, I I don't think, I don't think you can say on paper that is not because you've got four quarterbacks that are that are good. I don't think any yeah. other division can say that. Like again, look at the quarterbacks. Herbert, um Mahomes, Russ. Mahomes, Russ, yeah. and then even Derek Carr. He's not he's not super trash. Like um no. I'm trying to think. I don't think they're yeah. Cause I know our division, I mean Stafford, Trey Lance, Drew Locke. Like nah. Yeah. Um in the in the a, 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 NFC North, you just got um Aaron. Um, and then if you go to like, even if you go to uh, the South, you got Tom Brady, you got Jameis Winston, you got who? Derek Ritter, maybe. And um, and then what else? Like, you know, like, seriously, you have to do that. You have to be like, well, what else? Like, uh, so definitely the best division. And I, and I know some people might think that I shouldn't base that off quarterbacks, but it's the most important position in the game. And they've got four very capable quarterbacks, which means that the defenses get no breaks at all. Um, yeah. So definitely the best division in football. Uh, let's go to the Raiders here. Cause I'm not going to, I'm not going to downplay them. They're not, they're not going to be that bad. That's been they, happening they, to me, you know, like they're going to uh, be, I, I think they're going to be uh, competitive. I've been thinking like um, when, when, when I'm thinking like, okay, like the chargers, you know, maybe, They're great. Justin Herbert is great. They got some new pieces on defense. Maybe Khalil Mack gets injured, you know, like uh, so, something like that. The Chiefs lost Tariq, you know. They they, they have some new players on the O line. So, and and then you and then, and then you like you automatically like discard the Raiders when you think about them. But mm -hmm. honestly, they should be better, you know. They have like a the whole Gruden plus a replacement coach <laughs> stuff last year. Um, they had. Um, They they have added Devante Adams, you know, who mm -hmm. is uh, like we all know he he's a great player, you know, one of the best receivers out there. Mm -hmm. And well, I mean, Josh McDaniels, I I think that's the biggest question mark there, you know, like is he good? Is he not good? What are we expecting? It's like a 
I think that would be my question. I'm willing to give McDaniels a second try. Um, <laughs> that was definitely a funny statement. I'm willing to give uh, McDaniels a second try, uh, see how he's grown. Um, the thing about the Chiefs is, or Raiders, sorry, the thing about the Raiders that has always hurt them has been consistency. There are games right. where they just look like, yo, this team, they got it going on defensively, offensively, like, dang. And then there have been games where it's like, did they even show Come up? On. Like, what's going on? Like, you, it's always been a hard team to kind of, like, figure out, like, who are they? Like, what do what do they do good? Like, I knew before, Waller, Waller's going to get his. But then you got yeah. games where it's like, they're depending on Hunter, Hunter Renfro, like, they're not utilizing Josh Jacobs as well as they should. I don't know. But I think having worked with John Gruden and then getting a coach like Josh McDaniels is, is again, a sign of continued investment in Derek Carr and the, the organization yeah. thinking that the key to them being better is Derek Carr, who is talented in, in spurts. He's In spurts, he might crack your bottom top ten. Like the yeah. bottom portion of the top ten in spurts, um, but it's it's just at the end of the day, it's just again not consistent enough. Uh, defensively, again, I don't really know their identity. They had they have guys who can get out to the quarterback, but there's just some games where it's like, where did they go? Like, what is going on? So, I think the the Raiders are a team that if they could just keep everybody out of trouble, stay out of the headlines. And when nine games this year, they would consider that a successful season and see what they can get next year after a solid free agency or draft. I don't I don't think they're I don't think they're built to win now type. And and in this division is gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard yeah. because the foundation for the Chargers, the foundation for the um Chiefs are set. Like they got their core. You know who their yeah. core players are. And then yeah. the Broncos, yeah, they, they're trying to, to figure some things out as well, but they still have a defense. To, t- t- typically, they have a defense that shows up. Like, you kind of know what their identity is. Like, again, yeah. you don't know. Yeah, Derek Carr is, is going to eat. I'm not, I'm not trying to yeah. disrespect them. I mean, I don't, really I don't think, I don't think like let's put it this way. When the Raiders don't win or they're not as successful as they should be, he takes to me thirty five percent of the of the uh, of the reason why, which isn't a lot. Right. Most teams, I would put put it on the quarterback 70 percent of the time. Derek Carr, I really think right. he he literally plays as good as he can play, and and like you said, he's good when he has weapons. He he does whatever he can do as a player, so he doesn't try to overextend himself. He doesn't try to make like risky throws per se on a, on a regular basis. A lot of times it's like a lack of communication with his receivers. He seems to to show leadership quality. So yeah. it ain't like it's a locker room thing. He seems like yeah, a really like nice a, guy. You but, got a feeling it's more like it's not enough more than him like throwing three interceptions in the in, in the final three drives to to end the season. You know, it's like um, he, he, you, can win with, you can win with you can win with Carr. Yeah, so, John Gruden yeah, so is one. Yeah, Carr. so at the end of the day. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's not Derek Carr. It, it yeah. might be the guys around him more so than it is him, but you can build a team around the talent that Derek Carr has and not only be competitive, but consistently make the playoffs in my mind. Um, 
Yeah, Jacobs Jacobs has not been he has not been what they wanted him to be. And I, I again I don't know if some of that scheme because I don't watch a ton of Raiders games. Um, and I know Gruden likes certain backs and likes them to run a certain way. And I don't know if that was one of those things that it just wasn't a good fit. So he gets a new coach. We'll see how Josh McDaniels use uses him. And if Josh doesn't like it, then yeah, I, I mean He's probably got to go. He doesn't have a lot of knowledge on him, I don't think. I have to it's, double it's, check his numbers. It's crazy because, like, um, Jacobs, I got his numbers here. Like, his uh, total yards, like, rushing yards have gone down every year, but his receiving mm-hmm. yards are going up. So, it's, like, yeah. almost the because same. Because they, they don't have, like, their best receiver is their tight end, and their second right. best option is, is, a, is a white guy. Yeah, that's who's, the, not, who's not Cooper <laughs> Cup? <laughs> just just yeah. being honest, like if it was if it was Cooper Cup, yeah, that'd be hell yeah. yeah. But it's it's Hunter Renfro. Thank I mean, you. like that's a no. uh, the Adams is definitely a big upgrade there. So that's going to be interesting to see. This Dallas um, this one. This is we've already done the NFC podcast. Two, good the NFC East podcast. Yeah, two. Dallas needs to find an offensive Man, line. They just need a they, they need a running back who's not charging like 10 million a year, you know? That's yeah, what they well, need. Well, that's their fault. Y'all gonna stop. <laughs> yo, don't get me started. They be hating on my boy Zeke, man. Zeke earned his money. Y'all bums just paid him too late. You should have just paid hey, him man, when he asked for it instead of making him wait a year. Those Cancun trips, man, they can get expensive, you know? Hey, I it's all inclusive, but the women ain't, you know? Like, I went to Cancun and, and pulled Zeke back, man. They, they need to thank me. I got the pictures to prove it. <laughs> that was definitely one of my funniest posts. All right, NFC West time. The Rams. The, the, the Rams. Fuck them, man. They shouldn't have been champs. Kyle Shanahan is just a bum. Why did we? Why did we run at Aaron Donald? And why did we pull Trent Williams? Like, why did that play even occur? Is is what bothers me. But Rams and they're back. Um, some some alarm bells. Uh, Stafford has like a shoulder or elbow thing, I think. I can't remember what it was. It was something about like him throwing like 80 times and people were like concerned. I don't know. Uh, but the defense is back. That's really what matters. Cooper Cup is back. That's really what matters. Odell Beckham is not. Yep. Um, yeah. I think the defense is back. But like, man, Von Miller played great for them in the playoffs like historical great i know it's because like most of the attention is on um on aaron donald you know like mm-hmm. the, the best player of the defense and like the best defensive player in years in the nfl but still like von miller played like some superstar god mode defense there in the playoffs so um it's that's not like a minor loss i think just for the playoffs like he, he wasn't great in season when they picked him up and everything mm-hmm. after that like Cooper Cup, he's also one of the best players out there. So you always want to like he's also he's already had like a, a major knee injury. So you you obviously don't want him to you want him to stay healthy and everything. But yeah, I don't know. Like um, there's usually like champions like they have a tough time repeating, right? Mm-hmm. It's in in the NFL especially. Everyone except Tom Brady, you know, usually uh, gets their ass kicked. Like the Cheater. Cheater. yeah, that too. Yeah, so, no, yeah, Ronnie, like, I said it. But every so everybody has been right inconsistent, now. except for Tom Brady, because Tom uh, Brady's the exception. 
Yeah, all right. Guerrero, Guerrero, you know? I, w- I want to eat what Guerrero's cooking, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> Alan <laughs> Robinson to eat. You know what? You yeah. know what, man? Alan Robinson, I'm trying to, I'm going to try to be nice. He played in some, he played in a really poor situation. Receivers are some of the most emotional players on the field. So there, there are, there has been evidence of guys just being like, yo, I'm just out here so I don't get hurt and I can get paid. And then they get to a team that's good and then they just show out. So, Robinson should eat, should eat. You I should, still yeah. say, I still say, my boy McVay be holding out sometimes, but hey, he won the Super Bowl, so I guess I got to shut up for at least three, four more years. But um, I wonder about I mean, the focus of the Rams because even McVay so had mentioned like retiring. Yeah, right? yeah. And then Eric yeah, Donald or something it was a little yeah. weird donald held out and everything yeah. so yeah. <laughs> i don't know but it's i i just feel like man they had so many things go go right for them like in, in that run you know um even the super bowl for moments it seemed like you know if it wasn't because it the it was the Bengals, you know and like they were mm-hmm. running on fumes it seemed if they were playing the chiefs i felt like they would have gotten blown out you know the 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 Bengals let them And well, the 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 Rams defense obviously had a had had something to do with that. But like, for all we hear about McVay and the offense and Stafford and Cooper Cup and everything, like it was really the defense that bailed them out there in, in, in a number of games. So yeah, I don't know, man. If if the offense slips a little bit, it's gonna be tough to repeat or, or even even win the division, you know? Because I mean, yeah, you got the Niners there who should be better. I don't know if, if if Kyler is going to be studying hard this summer, you know, like if they, they send him to <laughs> summer camp or something. But yeah, um, if they if they don't if they don't, I, I think they sh- they have to play better on offense if they if they want to repeat, you know, like uh, as a whole. Cooper Cup can't do everything, man. Let's. Uh... Can you trust Stafford? Good question. You can trust Cup. You can trust Cup. That's what I know. You yeah. know, it's yeah, just I'll like what say... happened in the Super Bowl. If he get if he gets the ball to Cooper Cup, like um, and Cooper Cup can play, good things will happen, you know. But yeah, I don't know, man. It's like um, two seasons in a row of that, you know, that type of play. Even even for a great player like him, that it just doesn't happen like um, often. So yeah, I don't know. Can you trust Stafford, man? <laughs> I know that that probably is a question for me. Um... Kind of, kind of. Um, I would need a real sit down and have to ask him, what is he looking at when he's throwing downfield? Because there were some throws last year. Uh, the the one that Tart dropped for the Niners, like, Dude. what the hell? Like, <laughs> that didn't make any sense. So um, I would have to ask, I would have to ask him to, to see the field short to long, not long to short, because that's what he likes to do anyway, look deep first. And I thought Jim right. Bob, I thought Jim Bob Cooter, my boy Jim Bob Cooter, shout out to Corey and Jim Bob Cooter. I thought Jim Bob Cooter had fixed that, but I guess not. <laughs> so yeah. if he if he starts short to to deep, I think he's fine. But if he goes back to the old staffer where he's looking down field first, and it's like, bro, no, 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 no. Uh, so you gotta just reel him in. And I think McVay at times did it in a very nice way. By switching up the way they call plays, there was times where it just seemed like they were 
giving up on drives and, and just not allowing him to throw the ball downfield. But I, I also think that, you know, for what is worth, Stafford hasn't really earned that right. Like, bro, this is first Super Bowl. You know, he's, he's never been like a consistent winner. He's definitely got the talent and stuff. But for me as a coach to to give a backseat and care about what a guy thinks, I feel like they need to be like what I would consider elite or, right. or great or great, put it that way. And I think Stafford's good. I haven't seen enough greatness to put him in that in that um, category where I would personally try to coddle his feelings. I'd have been like, bro, cut this shit out. <laughs> Take yeah. what they're giving you. Stop throwing it downfield because you got a defense that's going to bail you out. But right. they need a break. You know, they need a break. You got weapons. Right. He's not on the Lions anymore. Yeah. Like you don't have to be throwing the ball down the field like they're being reckless, but yeah. yeah. Um, Rams, let's see, 10 and a half. Eh, I got the over. I, I think I'm going under, man. I just don't. Damn. Under. I, 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 they, I, I know, like, they got two automatic wins in the Seahawks. I think that's a, that's a given. The Seahawks, I really think they're not trying to win at all. So, um, yeah. But other than that, I think, like, they should be the team in the division that regresses the most. I think that the offense is not going to be as good. I think losing Andrew Whitworth, man, we haven't talked about that, but that's a dude like I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm I mean, I'm not an expert. I don't really. Um, I'm not a line expert, especially. But there's so many players who talk great about him. You know, opponents, defenders, and everything. Where it's mm -hmm. like. That dude must have been important. And a lot of what McVeigh does, like or, or the, the Shanahan offense does and everything, mm -hmm. really starts at the line of scrimmage. You know, you gotta win it. You gotta have dudes who can like who can block while moving as a group. Yeah, no, like, you got you gotta have good feet, you know. Yeah. You gotta yeah. have good feet, you gotta have smart players and everything. And he seemed like he was even at like 40, was one of the, the most important players there. So yeah, I think that he's the I, I think I'm going under there, man. Yeah. Yeah. Under still nine wins or something, you know. It's not, it's not like they're gonna have four or something, but yeah, still yeah. nine, ten. I I only say over because I don't think the Cardinals are gonna be that good this year. I feel like the team that's gonna take a step back is the Cardinals, uh, and I know the Niners have been consistent with beating the Rams, and and even if we split, I feel like the that, like you're gonna be dependent on the Rams to lose a lot of out of division games and. They've shown so far is a is a good home field for them, man. Like they, they're yeah. pretty tough at so far. So I I don't know if I can truly get behind that. But um, if you do think that they're going to go under, then this team would probably take their place, in like the top two, and you right. anticipate them going over. Problem with that is. Hopkins, I don't have the stats in front of me, but I would guarantee you he accounts for just as much offense for the Cardinals as Devontae Adams did for the Packers. And if you want me to reiterate Devontae Adams' contributions, 33% targets, 33% yards, 33% touchdowns, like literally 33% of the entire offense. Right. And when right. Devontae wasn't there, They got a quarterback who's a two-time who's back-to-back -back MVP, a Super Bowl winner, yep. and just an immense talent in Aaron Rodgers. So they were still able to overcome that. My boy, Call of Duty, uh, Kyle Murray is not that. Is not that. We haven't got right. 10 honors yet. Uh, he is not that. So with that being said, 
what are your expectations for the Cardinals? Does Cliff Kingsbury get fired? Man, he should probably, you know, it's like, I I mean, at first I want to just, uh, I wanted to say like, I think that the, the Rams are going to be second in the division and still miss the playoffs, you know, but I think that the Cardinals are going to be worse. Like, <laughs> man, I, I, I can't really judge Kyler Murray, you know, mm-hmm. we don't, I, I feel like we don't read much about him. You know, there's always that implicit bias, you know, like when, uh, so maybe we, we don't, we don't see that many stories about him and his character and his, uh, and his life and how he loves the flag and, and, and to put in effort and everything. But it's like, he really doesn't seem that interested, man. And Kingsbury, yeah, he doesn't seem like a good coach. Like, he's okay and everything. But, man, they, they just have so many moments where the team just, like, you saw the Cardinals, like, especially after after they started losing their first couple of games because they started, like, 6-0, and 7-0 last, last year or something. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, man, the whole team looked, like, off. Like, they didn't want to be out there for moments, no effort and everything. So... Yeah, I do think Cliff Kingsbury is going to get fired at the end of the year. If he doesn't, it's more because of like having stuff on the owners or something like that. You know, maybe they like I don't know, man. But yeah, Cliff they... is Cliff is. Ugh. I like Cliff. I cape for Cliff, and I know people are waiting to bump those those posts. Be kind of a buffoon, man. I can't lie. <laughs> Yeah. He do. You want to talk about somebody that do some dumb stuff on, on fourth down? Oh, here we go. 60% of the red zone offense before getting hurt. Only about 17% of the offense between the 20s. Okay. Thank you, fact checker. If you're not supporting right. my my uh, eye test, get the hell out of here, Grum. No, I'm just playing. Mm-hmm. Collar is out. The, Collar's not out, man. They just gave that man a contract. If if anybody goes, it's going to be Cliff. But but, but it, that's weird because Cliff is there because of Kyler or Kyler's there because yeah. of I can't even remember anymore. But either way, it's just weird how their relationship doesn't seem like two guys who, who knew each other, you know. Um, but the biggest issue with the Cardinals yeah. outside of um, how they play without DeAndre Hopkins, I – my observation was they didn't have a lot of chemistry with the other guys. Like they had AJ Green on the field. Now was it AJ Green has has yeah. taken a couple steps back, or was it yeah. AJ Green literally like they just didn't seem like they were in sync? And like you said, effort was not there. I mean, AJ Green he was already like a subpar on his um, on the Bengals the last couple of years. Yeah, but so you you, you still think that you. Uh, I think they they should more think think about him or they thought about it more like what the what we're all projecting that Julio is gonna be with Tampa Bay this year, like some <laughs> since I'm he's there. a tall dude like <laughs> a a glorified tight end you know just catching yeah. passes in the red zone and stuff. But I think that the bigger addition this year is uh, Marquise Brown, right? That's the guy yeah, who he also played with Kyle with, with Kyler. Yeah, he, and, uh, he's a nice piece. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that that should definitely improve but it's still like it's just a player you know i don't think that um and he's definitely not the hop so I, I i can't see it man i think that after this season and once kingsbury goes they have to, to change a lot there um maybe, maybe because, eric, i don't know maybe eric b would get a job man with the cardinals that'd be hey, nice why not nice. why not i think Kyler would be very successful with a um 
I'd be, I think he'd be very successful with a, with a Andy Reid type system. Is he is the out coach versus QB, like fours versus two? Uh, well, I mean, they just gave him a, a contract extension. Like, of course he's out. Like, just guaranteed yeah. him one hundred and sixty million dollars. <laughs> like, that's that's, that. that's a no brainer. Cliff gotta go. Like, yeah, okay. I don't think Cliff. I mean, I don't think that's a secret. Like, you you invest like one hundred and sixty million dollars into somebody. Like as a 20. guarantee, yeah, you out. So you could buy like twenty of those weird parasite houses that that, that Kingsbury has, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the over under on this team is eight and a half. Do keep in mind that they play six games without DeAndre Hopkins. I had them not even potentially winning fifty um, percent of those first games. So I had them starting like two and four, maybe. So with that being said, two and four, that's six games, eleven games out. They win five more, they go five hundred. That's what's the over under? Sorry, eight and a half. Eight and a half. I could see them at eight, man. Like, I just don't think this is gonna be a good team, you know. And we didn't even. You have to, and again, we didn't even talk about the. Um, we didn't even talk about the defense and how they've got some issues with that. But here's 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 the first six games: Chiefs, Raiders. Rams, Panthers, Tough. Eagles, Seahawks. I don't think they okay. win three games. I think they, they got, go. I think they go two and four. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I it's the same. Like Seahawks and uh, another team. You, you, you said there. Uh, Panthers. You know. I don't think they. Beat and, you, the and you never know. Like even uh, Baker Mayfield, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's on a. Maybe he's on a mission this year. So they might even go one and one and five, man. So, so look, they they're not gonna. Um, Cause they got an East Coast swing. All right, so three and three. after week seven, after week That's seven, people, yeah, after week seven. Well, I'll explain to you why I think they're not going to win both games. So when they when they play the Rams on the twenty fifth, they go to the East Coast. They play the Panthers, and then they got to come back to the West Coast and play the um, Eagles. That that swing, that travel swing, always hems up teams, man. And yeah, I think the Panthers' defense is is, is pretty yeah. decent. And the Panthers are getting them at home, which is good because then next week I'm going to be there for the 49ers game, uh, which is nice. the ninth, and that's going to be good for us. <laughs> but uh, I think that, that East Coast swing is that East Coast and then back to the West Coast and then back to the – or you start West, go East, and come back West. That That's typically like the spots where you see people uh, just kind of lose a game just because of the travel. Now, after the Seahawks, they got uh, they host the Saints, which is a Thursday night game, it looks like. So they'll host the Saints. Then they get the Vikings. They play the Seahawks again. Rams, Niners, Chargers, Patriots, Broncos, Buccaneers, Falcons, Niners. Like, bro, I don't know about yeah. y'all, man. I, again, I'm, I'm saying, like, it ain't getting no easier after that six week. Yeah, they're they're going to have that. two games against the Niners. So... After we so out of their last eleven games, they play the Niners twice. They play the Buccaneers. They play the Broncos. They play the Chargers. They play the Rams. So that's six, six tough games right there too. Like yeah. that's not that's not an easy schedule, man. When you already to me gonna start two and four at best three and three, like that's tough. Yeah, that's yeah, a real do. tough schedule. Like, six games you can like. Five or four games, say they win five or four, but seven, you know, mm-hmm. even if they start three and three, which is like to me, it's overly optimistic. I 
I mean, if the over under is eight and a half, I'd go under, man. I think that's. I mean, I someone's got to lose. <laughs> I can't honestly say they're gonna beat beat the Vikings. Um, we yeah. gotta see what the Vikings look like, but they got they, the Vikings got them at home, and they've got they're gonna have the McVay prodigy coach again. You know, everything McVay coaches touch becomes right, good. Yeah, so I, I would be highly disappointed if if um, <laughs> my boy from the Bengals and the Chargers were able to make their teams instantly good. And this guy yeah, comes and the to the Vikings, Vikings and they're not good. <laughs> All right, Someone we're getting doesn't make the playoffs, man. Because people keep asking me all these stupid questions. No, he's not staying with the Niners. Now he probably is staying with the Niners. He's staying on that. the bench. I mean, it's it's. I get why they did it. Um, one, his current contract was not. He's not tradable in the current contract, yeah. so that's that's a plus. Uh, it does save the Niners money too, which is another plus, and it gives him a little control about where he can go, which is a plus for him. If I'm Jimmy G, if I'm Jimmy G, bro, I'm not. I'm making it difficult too. Imagine if he gets sent to DC or if he got yeah. sent to, to like Seattle. Like, yeah, I don't want to go to those places either. Like, I'm again as a fan. I, I wish we, you know, we had got rid of him earlier, but as a person who can think that like yo if that was me i'd be doing the same thing i'd opted for surgery too <laughs> matter of fact i got two surgeries coming up <laughs> like you yeah, don't want to go to those dead ends i think like jimmy g is a, a dude who has already kind of proven who he is you know mm -hmm. i think we so there's no need for him like like when he wasn't the patriots to leave to to play you know i mean you obviously want to play and everything but it's not like okay Jimmy G needs to go to to the New York Jets or something like that just to have playtime and earn a contract or something. No, he's getting paid right now already. Mm -hmm. So it's like, um, why not just stay there for a year until you find the right situation? In any case, Trey Lance runs around like crazy, you know. You never know if he, he, he can get injured here or there, like a minor thing. Let him play a couple of games, you know, and uh, be the hero here and there and, 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 and like have a night, an easy easy year collecting 30 million, you know. I, I don't see why, like, he, he, he seems like a dude who, who would rather choose that than going to, like, the the Lions or something to mm -hmm. to get his ass kicked for a year, you know? Like, I just yeah. don't see why why he would do that. Like, you know. uh, The thoughts of Jeff Rushing are Jeff Rushing's thoughts alone. They're not a reflection <laughs> of IBN. I just want to put that out there. Um, but I will say, too, uh, Michael Parsons' future on defensive play of the year is probably definitely – a lucrative investment. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, so, what got the hype this? machine going? You know, what is this? What is this? No, bro. No, I would take Aaron Rodgers in a heartbeat. I would take. Man. No, listen to me, man. Aaron Rodgers is a is a fiend, man. He kind of an addict. Y'all, y'all ain't listening yeah. to the man. He ain't crying for help because he's a functional yes. addict. But he's yeah. definitely got some issues going on. It ain't the psychedelic either. You popping perks like play, bipolar yeah. or something. You man. popping perks and playing football, exactly. man. You you a wild boy. You a wild boy. I've seen I've seen he some crazy people. Man. Have you seen the Niners defense in these last couple playoffs we've been in? He ain't choking. He don't got to do nothing. All he got to do is not lose the game. Which honestly, he didn't lose the Packers game. The special teams did. So again, yeah. like, come on over, Aaron Rodgers. Don't listen to these people, bro. You can play T forty two with me. No homo, but uh, you could do that. I don't care. Go ahead. <laughs> like, I had to make sure I chase it. Hey, yo, chill. But you could uh, you could play on our team. Like, I don't care. Um, so yeah, I'm not. I mean, again, I have my cr 
criticism of Aaron yeah. Rodgers, but I'm not taking him. Uh, I'm not taking Jimmy G over him. Here's the thing with no. Trey Lance for me. Let's I got to see far. Trey Lance play before I started being like, Trey Lance is sorry. He not the one. I expect a deep learning curve uh, just because of what I saw of him at North Dakota State. Wasn't that wasn't that complex? Um, they didn't yeah. ask a lot of him, and he had the freedom of being the best athlete on the field generally every time he stepped on the field. You are not that in the NFL. Uh, rarely are you that in the NFL. So you need you need you need um you need to give him some time to kind of adjust. So I haven't even watched uh, a lot of the preseason stuff because I expected there to be the up and down highs and lows. I hope he works right. the things out. Um, he seems like from what I saw of his mechanics, the issues I had with his mechanics, it seemed like he worked on those during the offseason. Uh, it seems like the Niners are invested in him as a franchise yeah. quarterback. So those things sometimes take a couple years. So I just want to see what what we have this year. Um, again, all I ask and all I've ever asked of a quarterback since Alex Smith is don't lose the game, which Alex Smith was doing in his last year. And then he got high hand by Colin Kaepernick, who kind of lost us a couple games. We can also blame Kyle Williams. But at the end of the day, your quarterback with a really good fucking defense like the Niners have had, it's a good team, don't, man. Yeah, don't lose the games. Don't lose yeah. the games. You got guys who get you who make plays for you. Uh Trey Lance's deep passes are a million times better than Jimmy yeah. G. And one of one of my biggest it's... criticisms of Jimmy G is that he's a reluctant deep passer, which means and you can look, you can look at like pretty much anybody in the NFL and football in general. You make a throw and you're not that confident in it, it kind of shows. Yeah, you know, especially if you're throwing deep. Like it kind of shows, and and that hesitation is typically, especially at the highest level, that hesitation is usually what gets you picked off, or gets the pass broken up, or gets your receiver just. You give those those safeties, yeah. those corners, like an yeah. extra split second, an extra second, and they can just read it. It's like okay, Ben. I don't. Like a, I don't think that's necessarily turn. true. In in spurts, it depends on what team you're talking about. Like you got guys like Joe Burrow. Again, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, right, right. Tom Brady, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Like, I wouldn't say you're obsessed if if they're on that kind of level because you need people like that for sure. But when you're talking about um, you talking about like like a, a Jimmy G, I think he is expendable. I thought he was expendable when we gave up a second round for running like that deep throw ain't shit without the rest. Also, kind of disagree. Uh, depends on the offense you're in. We need that. We need that. Like the Niners' offense needs a deep threat because it opens yeah. up everything else. Like my my expectation is that people will finally get to see the full Kyle Shanahan offense. Now, whether it's going to be great or not, that's 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 neither here nor there. But if you remember Kyle's system at each level or at each team he's been to. When he has a quarterback who can yeah. go vertical, who can stretch the field, he utilizes it effectively, and it opens up everything else. And one thing about Kyle's offense is he's always got guys in motion. He's always got guys um, going to different spots that are not typical right. of what you see in route combinations. And uh, he's even added wrinkles to that in his red zone game. And um, that's what makes him – 
like the innovator that he is on the offensive side. Uh, I think Ronnie, if he if he was um, on here, would, would also attest that I complained about the Niners offense a lot last year offline, and I constantly complained about how Kyle wasn't Dude. using the motions. And the like motions, yeah, man. the motions, well, I mean, it is, but my expectation is that we run the fucking offense the right way. Right. And, and I, I don't know if it's because he didn't have the confidence in Jimmy to do it because Jimmy hesitates on throws and stuff, but – the the real success of the Niners offense comes between the hashes. And in order right. for us to get the looks that we want, we put people in motion. We put everybody in motion. Kyle's first like year or so, he had everybody in motion, fullbacks in motion, tight ends in motion, like anybody that could move, he would move them around and create the numbers that we need to attack zones or attack man-to-man or just attack parts of the field. It was always a numbers game. And then for some reason, we got away from that uh, last year, and it made a lot of games more difficult than what it should be. And I don't think it was a personnel thing because we we've had the same personnel. We've always had a million running backs to get injured. We've always had Debo. We've always had uh, somebody underneath. And I'll say to Ayuk, dude didn't even want to use Ayuk. Had him. I think he had him as a as a coaching decision to not play last year. And I was complaining about that. Like, yo, what the fuck? We gave up a first round. Like, we drafted this right. in the first round. Regardless of what you think about him, the man's hands is is ridiculously huge. His his measurements are are wild. Like he's like just put him out. He's like six. He's like six foot, but he's got the uh, the catch radius of like a seven footer. Like it's just some crazy freakish like long arms and stuff. So like, bro, you can use him, and he's athletic. Why are we not using him? And then I think it came around like week four or something. Like they eventually add him to the office, and now everybody's like, oh, you can come to good. Like no shit. Right. I don't. I don't know. Again. I my my theory is that Kyle's an arrogant asshole, uh, much like his father, and he just doesn't want to like he just wants it his way. And if he doesn't right. see it, then it doesn't get done, regardless of what everybody else thinks. It, it's what Kyle wants, and that is a gift and a curse. And I think it cost us the NFC Championship, and I think it kind of cost us uh, a Super Bowl to some extent because. That we should have we should have been way more aggressive at the end of that half. And I know people are like, oh, it's just one play. No, we we really needed those fucking points. Cause right. you're you're never gonna hold a team like the Chiefs offense under under 20 like four on a regular yeah. basis. Like you gotta score. And you know, like it's it's just like you have the opportunity to go for seven. You should go for seven when you play good offenses. Like never leave points on the board. I don't care how good your defense is. So um so that was that's my thing on the uh, defensively. I think we'll be fine. I'm looking forward to a healthier defense. Not the biggest fan of D'Amico Ryan's, but he he gets it done. Um, so we'll see. As long as we stay healthy, Bose is a beast. Trent Williams yes. is a beast. Um, Arik Arm Armstead's been solid. Still wish we had Buckner, but he's been solid. <laughs> and our secondary, our secondary is supposed to be better this year. Um, I'm very excited to see how those young boys play and if they're aggressive and if they catch the ball when it's thrown to them because that costs us right. a game too. But um, yeah, I think yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think with Trey Lance, it's like um, when when I saw him play last year, I was like, okay, this dude, like, he's definitely an athlete, definitely. Like you, you could see that it just pops off the screen. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, maybe two years, you know? Like it did seem like he had a lot to work on. So it's going to be interesting to see, like, 
they 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 clearly feel confident enough in 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 his improvement where it's like okay let's just go with him full time starter and all but i mean i think that the 49ers they're so good like what i was talking about right i had Vance joseph and like um and Vic Fangio for two years and the, the these dudes, uh, these OCs were just terrible. And the Niners are like the exact opposite of that. Like the best team for me in the league when it comes to creativity and the lines play and, and the line play and all. So, yeah, man, if, if Trey Lance is like just a tad above average because Jimmy G was average and they was they were working some magic there, you know. If he's like average plus the deep ball, it's already it's a completely different team man it's like the you suddenly have the firepower to compete with the chiefs and these types of offenses you know who where 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 you can get seven almost any time just because the 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 way the the scheme is you you're always going to try and almost always going to have someone who's running like um who's running by himself if you want mm -hmm. to you know yeah. so yeah you look at Ayuk's tape the main thing that stands out about that man is he's a Again, a yak monster. His again, his like physical gifts are just so like they're just they just stand out. I thought the Niners reached for him when they basically took him where they took him in that spot. If you do that, you have to play him. You have to play him. And um he's a pretty decent route runner. I would say he's a good compliment to, to Debo Samuels, but it is what it is. I don't. I, don't yeah. I, I wish I knew who was saying that so I could, could address you personally. Um, but they, I again, it's not Trey Lance is more than just a deep passer, so it's not like that's yeah. all he has. No, it's I'm just saying that particular yeah. attribute is what we really, really needed, and I think that's yeah. why his his getting put as a starter is what expedited the process. There's too many games, man. Too many games where Jimmy G just was not pulling the trigger. And that yeah. cost us games, like cost us games where we needed to 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 get that like big play. Or in, seemed, again, in the Super Bowl, he needed to complete that pass to Emmanuel Sanders. Like that's a play that you only get one shot at, and he was wide open. And then he hesitated, and then he had the audacity to overthrow him after he hesitated. Like, damn man, <laughs> like what the hell is going on? So um, it's I don't have a problem with the moving up. Uh, or speeding up the clock on Trey Lance. We got a good enough defense that as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, it, it shouldn't – like he should be able to learn on the job. And um, I'm hoping that he, he does that. Uh, the over-under for the Niners wins is nine and a half. That's absolutely disrespectful. I'm taking the over. over. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. That, that's, that's a smack in the face. And what could possibly be the worst team in the division? We'll give them two minutes. The league. The yeah. league. My my two minutes is just letting everybody know that Jamal Adams is absolutely overrated. I don't care what you say. Yeah. You can you can record this clip and play it back for Corey. I'm gonna record this clip later and save it for our very first NFL podcast. And I will play it for Corey every time we talk about the Seahawks. He <laughs> is overrated. I won't call him trash because he's still a good athlete, but he is the most delusional right. secondary player in the NFL. He is not that good of a safety. He's just not. And he should just go. I, I don't. That's even more of a reason to, to slander him, Jeff. 
He's a Texan. <laughs> he's a he's a drunk, is what he is, man. He just be talking out <laughs> his neck. I can see DK DK Metcalf is about to quit on them boys, man. I can tell by his body language. He does not want to be there. Drunk uncle at the party, Jamal Adams, man. Yeah. Like uh, definitely the 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 most delusional um secondary player, if not for Eli Apple, you know, who just had to open his mouth prior to the Super Bowl. So that sticks. But man, the Seahawks, they aren't trying to win. They just no. aren't, man. No, if you have a QB competition that's Drew Locke and Geno Smith, you're not trying to win. <laughs> you can't convince me otherwise, man. Not much more has to be said. DK Metcalf, you know, give him like half a season or something. He's going to be demanding trades and like uh, he should be. And yeah, I don't think they trade him because I do think they're just um, looking at next year's QB class and you got some... You got some great names there, supposedly. I, I don't really watch college football that much, so oh, not that in the that's, loop. That's sad to, to hear, bro. You missing out? Yeah, you know, it's just Saturdays is for 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 Peruvian soccer, man. What can oh, I say? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> got I other forgot, obligations. I forgot the, the cultural aspect. You're you're good. Yeah, no, but it's like they're not trying to win. That's that that's that's basically it, you know. Yeah. So uh, if if they win like two games, I'd be surprised, honestly. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you right now, if they don't win, if they're not competitive, your man's DK Metcalf about to be the he gonna he gonna make every single diva before him just not seem like they exist. You got a you got a six nine bodybuilding flash <laughs> with 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 pink hair Everything. acting as zesty as he could possibly be. God yeah. bless you, man. God bless you. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be an awful, awful season for them. And I, I do feel sorry for, for their receiving core because you go from Russell Wilson to this trash. That is awful. But either way, they suck. Let me see what their uh, win total is. Oh, it's five and a half. I'm pretty sure that is the lowest win total. That's even lower than the Lions. The Lions were six nope. and a half. The Bears were six and a half. And the Seahawks are five and a half. Going with the under. Can't see it, man. Yeah, I, I, well, I'd go no. under if it was two and a half. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. I don't, I don't even know if. I mean, they do have quarterback options. Bryce Young is one of them, but um, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure, like what they can do. I really don't. Um, so Sebastian, this is your probably your last chance to to come clean about this. Are you a Fed? Um, you know, if I was, I wouldn't say it. I can't. Um, I can't no, confirm no, 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 or no. deny. Why, you know, why so. is it, why is why is why you speak better English than me? I don't understand this. I don't you even know, hear I, a Spanish I, accent. I feel like that's fake. But I, I, learned, I but I, I did learned, I did like, see uh, you singing. English. Yeah, I was gonna say I did yes. see you singing in Spanish. Yeah, that's that's when I was like, well, damn, he he might not be a fake, or he might just be really good at his <laughs> job. I haven't figured it out yet. Hey, but got, it's. We got some FBI agents, you know, working yeah. the border a lot. You know, it's like second, I'm just second generation you know, Mexicans. I'm just like, you know, this is the second time we've done this. And then uh, it's the first time I've said gambling things around you. If I get audited, I'm going to fight you. What can I say, man? Yeah, just pay see, your taxes, bro. God damn it, man. <laughs> I knew this was a setup. All right. Well, Sebastian, I appreciate you coming through, bro. Um, we will be back with. A, a less popular person than Joe Matz next week. Less popular uh, actually, bald man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's bald too. Actually, not next week. We got to wrap this thing up. So um, 
I am doing a college podcast on um, on Thursday. We are bringing back the college football podcast. It will not have yes. Marcus, but Patrick is pretty much trying out. And so if Patrick Damn. sucks, yeah, if Patrick sucks, we'll, we'll you know it's going to be funny. At, yeah, at Marcus back. So Marcus is on standby, uh, but we'll have Patrick through, um, and we'll try to build up some hype. And then um, me and me and Joe will probably do like next Monday or Tuesday, wrap up the AFC NFC South um, and get you guys going for the season. I will be out of town on the seventh through like the 13th. So the first week of the NFL recap show will be on a slight delay, um, but I should still be able to participate in the, um, in the podcast or live stream that we do on Sundays. It'll just be from Austin, Texas, the burial site of the Texas Longhorns come September 10th. All right. So for Abian, Jesus, and Fed, uh, Sebastian, <laughs> thank you guys for checking us out. Peace. 5,000 Gs. <laughs>